Hello, welcome everybody. This is a Dark and Moth show. Moth won't be with us due to COVID. So let's send him some love and we're going to go ahead and get started with the show. Co-host today is... Trinity. And our special guest is Lynn. Hi. All right. So today we're going to go ahead and just talk about anxiety. Like I know everybody has it, especially working where we all work at the great old CV. Oh my God. The CV, man, it, it gives you anxiety. If not, the customers will. Do you ever so. feel, like, sick before you even, like, go into work? Yes. Yes. There's times where I literally felt like, like, let's just go ahead and put this out there. There's going to be a lot of disclosure and disclaimer here, okay? It makes me want to die sometimes before I go in. And that's not meant in a way for those out there who actually feel, you know, have mental disorders and feel like they're suicidal. We're not joking around with your illness. I'm just saying it makes me feel I have depression, PTSD and everything. But it does sometimes when I feel like um, I have to clock in. I know I have to be there. It gives me the anxiety of if I could be anywhere else or doing anything else yet alone dead right now i don't have to be there you know and 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 that's the part that like we need like we're going to talk about today that anxiety part that part of is a part of a lot of human nature everybody has it i don't care what situation you have been in somebody has felt some form of anxiety what was your most ancient moment Anxious. Ancient, my ancient, ancient moment. You, you know, you know how it works. Anxious moment that you've had, like most recently. Um. Well, for me personally, I'm just anxious all the time. <laughs> but like, no, no, but like, um, so much stuff happens at work to where. Do you remember that point in time where I had, like, constant, like, breakdowns at work because I was just, I was just so stressed and anxiety-ridden, and now my body's just like, okay, we're used to this. Yeah. So, now, like, like, for example, if someone calls out of work, like, right when their shift is supposed to start, I'm like, hmm, I hope you just fucking get in a car crash, bro. Like, <laughs> but not really, of course. Not really, of course, sometimes. Because sometimes our anxiety just makes us feel like we want people, you know, to not just be around forever. Because that's how bad anxiety gets when, you know, you're in those type of situations. Because honestly, yeah, there's times where I have felt like if this customer never comes back ever again, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm totally fucking okay with it. Like, don't ever come back. It, please, matter of fact, please don't come back. <laughs> you know? And it's because of the way they make you feel, how you're like, basically, you've been working there for years, and then they want to make you feel like you're less than nothing for even being there and doing the job that they wouldn't even have the food for if we didn't do the job. Yeah. Do you have anything to say about it? Like, most recent with anxiety? Mm-hmm. It was... You're like, <laughs> two seconds ago. <laughs> Um, yesterday, when we all went out, <laughs> we, we all went out to a diner, um, yesterday, and I just wanted, I wasn't really that hungry, so I was like, oh, there's crepes, that looks really good, but next to, like, the, like, a la carte option, there was, like, the combo, and the, the lady came up and, like, can I just get, like, the crepes? And she's like, okay, how do you want your eggs? So I'm like, no, 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 
the the crepes. Just the crepes. No, no. You you literally like you said, can I can I get the crepes? And then she said that, and then you just restarted. You said, can I get the crepes? And I was, I was like, like mm. yeah, because I was I was pointing out like the menu too. Like no no no, no just like just crepes <laughs> you're like if all else fails restart <laughs> like they get that with strawberries please <laughs> it's like internally freaking out i hate ordering for myself i like i re- repeat it in my head numerous times before i, I actually tell the ratings what i want oh my god okay do y'all ever have like the mom friend override for someone who is more anxious than you are yeah because like because like no. for example like no when, i will let you suffer when, <laughs> when my mom is there i'm like a grown adult but like when my mom is like with me i'm like mom can you please order for me please <laughs> but like if like my friends are there like for like lynn and like because you don't like ordering Mm-mm. like i'll be like hey man you forgot her ketchup. Like, you know, I'll be like, and you'll be like, no, 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 it's fine. And I'm like, no, you wanted ketchup. You're going to get ketchup. <laughs> they can't treat you like this. It's like, what if they forgot, like, a single strawberry, and you're like, she wanted the strawberry. <laughs> you're like, she asked for her drink with six ice cubes. There's only five. <laughs> I've never got actually that bad, but there have been moments where like we were ordering and like it, I'm just like at that moment I told like like the other day I was ordering with our partner when we went out about a week ago or two, and they were asking us like what do you want for your appetizer and I'm thinking, and he goes like cheese sticks right and a part of me says. Yes, I want the fucking cheese sticks, but now I want the rest of the platter too. The you know, like the 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 with the vegetables and all the other stuff too, and I want and I and I want those buffalo wings and I want the little tortilla you know <laughs> quesadilla things, and then I'm like, but deep down inside, I'm like, no, what you really want is those loaded potatoes, you know? You're like, I want the so, whole goddamn so, menu. So I'm like, finally, I. I agree, and I said, yeah, yeah, you're right. I wanted the cheese sticks, and then he says, well, can I get an order of those loaded potatoes and looks at me, and I'm just like, you knew it. You got me. You finally got me. <laughs> like, he understood. I really deep down inside wanted those potatoes, <laughs> and I was going to do whatever it took to get those potatoes along with those cheese sticks. You know what I mean? But when the moment came up, oh, what do you want? It's the same as, I will tell myself seven times, oh, I'm going to try the Bahama Mama or, you know, the Hawaiian Blue or something like that, or I'm going to just drink this beer. And then they come and ask, and they're like, where would you like? And it's like, uh... Water! (laughs) Can I... Yeah, like, can I start with the water, please? Um, can I get a straw with that? And, uh... Um... uh, What were you gonna drink? Like, 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 you know, like, my partner was gonna literally be like, Dr. Pepper, you know what I'm drinking. Like, what are you fucking drinking? (laughs) Because let's just get to the point. And then he says it so fast, like, oh, Dr. Pepper. And then I'm sitting there like, oh, well... You said, okay, well, that, that didn't take that long. Um, I didn't have time to so, prepare. <laughs> I'm not prepared line, for this. <laughs> right? Like, what do I say next? What do I say next? And then I turn around and I just said some random fucking beer that was on the fucking menu. 
it, it, turned, out, it turned out to be okay. It wasn't that bad. But I wouldn't have picked it under any other stressful anxiety situation is what I'm saying. You know, I probably would have looked through the cocktails and then kind of knew and been like, uh, I would rather have gotten confused with the cocktails, to be totally honest, because like a few of them had gummies in them. But like the one that I picked was just like some straight 805 or something like that. And I'm just like, yeah, I'll take the 805. And I'd rather drink Sierra Nevada over 805. But I mean, I said 805 and I drank it. But yeah, that was the point of that anxiety moment that I had. You know, you, you know what? When I get anxiety is when I'm in the drive through with my friends and it's going to be like a couple of meals and they're still deciding when I get up to the Oh my god. <laughs> speaker. Like, literally, I, okay, I, this is gonna sound really bitchy, but like, I'll like, not like yell at them, but I'll be very like stern. I'll be like, you guys need to know before I get to the speaker, otherwise, you're not getting anything. Because <laughs> I am not holding up this goddamn line <laughs> for you to pick out a goddamn chicken nugget meal. Like, you should know before we get to the fucking speaker so I can read it off. You know? Did you do that with your brother when he went to that yogurt place that one time? Like, he was in the... It, it was like... I think I hung out at your house for your birthday. And then we went to the yogurt place afterwards before you dropped me off. Oh, did we? Did he? Yeah, because your brother came along. He's like, I don't know what I want. I'm like, well, you better figure it out, bitch. We're almost at the yeah. fucking speaker. Yeah, you had, like, the window, like, halfway down. You're like... Pick what you want! Yeah. And then they're like, okay, hi, can I get this? <laughs> uh, okay, after working in a fast food industry, I know those fucking drive through people want to, like, kill everyone that comes through. Oh, that's no, like, yeah. fucking, uh, can I get a second, please? And I'm like, you should know! <laughs> you should know! Like, no, what bothers me is, is when we get the customers that have been there, for, and, and they, this is not their first ride, okay? They have been there numerous times at this establishment, and they come in going, um, um, you know you're going to get the daily special. Why are you asking? You know you're going to get the daily special. You're going to get it with this sauce, and you're going to get it with this drink, and you're going to get it with this side, and it's not going to change anything. You're not going to ask for anything else. You are playing with me right now. You don't play with me right now. And I get such bad anxiety because I'm like, I know who you are. Like, I've heard your voice three days this week. <laughs> and I, this is the fourth day in a row, and I heard your voice. I know your voice. Can you please, please just say what you're going to say? Daily special. Daily special. Just say it. Can you say it with me? Daily special. Like, And then they turn around, and they want to be like, so how much is it for a leg? Like, And, <laughs> and then, then they order, like, like, a fucking And then they order the daily special. And you're like, ugh. I didn't I tell you just like like you just wanted the daily special. Why did you even ask that? You just threw that in there as a surprise. I'm here. Or like when um like they're ready to order and it's like, oh, can I just get like just a side order of like fries or whatever? I'm like, okay, anything else? Yeah, can I get like two of the fifty pieces? Like, <laughs> I hate that. So yeah, much. let's just add that. Let's just add double what we originally wanted. Like, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, I just want an individual. I, I just want a small one. And I also one. want your soul. <laughs> <laughs> can I have, 
everything on the menu with your soul. Like, and it's like, uh, how would you like that? That would like, be like 25 minutes, ma'am. Like, can I have your liver as well? I'm dying, you know. My son needs your kidney, by the way. Oh, we're just going to leave you soulless and fucking partless. Like, God, God. Like a black... Market. <laughs> the black market yeah, drive like through. A, <laughs> the black market <laughs> drive through. Can you imagine that in the world if we really have like those kinds of situations? What right you need exact, today? That I need a really pair of together. fucking lungs. All right. <laughs> I definitely need one of those right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Lynn's just dropping the bombs. Like, I need one of those right now. I'm like, Jimmy. It's like. Well, so I don't it, leave the house. Can I borrow a couple of these? Uh, mm hmm. <laughs> Freaking, freaking, uh, Moth is probably at home going, can I get some of that DNA that doesn't have COVID, please? <laughs> <laughs> like, please, I would like to, I would like to get back to podcasting and doing my on job. The call, like, on the call earlier, Moth was like, can I please just get a hug? I want a fiction. And I was like, uh, not until you're negative. <laughs> Like, All anxiety. you're gonna get from me like, is either a phone call or a text message, Bessie. <laughs> Sorry. Anxiety. Like, what if they have anxiety like, levels are high on this? Like, need like that deep pressure, like <laughs> suppress your nervous system. You have to get. You go get a freaking one of those uh, weighted blanket. Yeah, like a weighted blanket, and just put it on you. Like it's holding it down. It's holding me down. <laughs> like, the anxiety's dropping up. The anxiety's going down. The heavier the blanket, the less the anxiety. <laughs> and you start getting anxiety because you're like, it's crushing me. You know what? You know what helps? Like when I feel anxious, I have like this bag. Like okay, so it's like a fabric sewn together thing. It's full of rice. My grandma like makes them. That she calls them like bed buddies. Uh-huh. And she, we like put them in the microwave oh, and heat them up. I know you're but like a lot of times, like when it's hot, like during summertime. I heard this is good for your back. Oh, I love them. I literally hold it on my stomach when I feel like, and when I don't feel good. Like, I just, like, heat it up, and I hold it on my stomach. Or, like, because it's heavy, because it's just a bag of fucking rice. It's like a five-pound bag of rice, and I just put it on my stomach. <laughs> and I'm, like, straight chilling while I'm fucking at home. I use that, like, for my period, and I know I'm getting cramps. Uh, it helps a lot. Well, I, I was saying that that, like, works a lot because I heard uh, somebody say that with beans, though. They were talking about fill a sock or if you have somewhere where you hurt, just grab, like, a sock and put it in the microwave with beans and then you put it against your back. It was, probably my, it was probably my partner who said it, and I'm just, like, disacknowledging the fact that he said it because he was probably right. But, uh, yeah, so uh, he's done it before, and it actually did help my back. Yeah. And so, you know... I've heard it before. That's why when you said rice, I was like, ooh, yeah, I never thought of rice, though. It's because like, of yeah. my grandma being Asian. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that heritage is in there. You're like, yes, it is there. Dude, the amount of, like, rice, little, okay, it's, like, not, like, uncooked rice. Well, it's like a... Well, it's God, obviously uncooked. She has so uncooked. much fucking rice. Like, like, the one that she uses for, like, the bed buddies and, like, edible ones, but it's, like, a little, like, pre-made thing of rice that you just have to, like, put water in and, like, put in the microwave. There's so many of those fucking things in my goddamn pantry because they're hers. And she only stays the night once a week. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, we need us so she can make us all these dead buddies. <laughs> no, like, it's like, eating rice. Like It's, it's like pre- actually eating rice. Oh, okay. Like, it's pre-packaged, like, in a little, like, personal bowl. And she just has them at her house. At our house. What are all these rice things doing here? She doesn't even eat them. You know how long they've been in my pantry? <laughs> long enough to they survive the end of the world. They haven't moved in 7,000 like, years. <laughs> it's like, oh, honey, your your grandma will want some rice soon. It's fine. Soon it's like five years later. You're going to inherit the house and the rice. Like, <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's going to be that far in the future. You're just going to inherit the rice and the house. Dude, that also like, gives me anxiety. Because my grandma, like, like, she's like a freaking house ape. Like, she slams things. My mom is so mad at her because she burnt two of our spatulas because she rests it on the hot pan. She burnt the spatula? Both of them! <laughs> Both of them! Well, why do you have such cheap spatulas? <laughs> like, she should have metal ones by now. I would have caught on. I'm just saying, cheap like, spatulas later, you're getting all metal now. She'd probably find a way like, set like, them on she'll fire. she'll always like, do the laundry. Okay, I under, like, I appreciate that like, she like, does the laundry for us like, on the days that she's there. Like, I appreciate that she like, wants to do that for us, but like, I literally hate washing my clothes with like other people's because like i don't like having to separate it i like just being able to take my clothes and just fold them up and take them to my room instead of like folding the five thousand other different clothing items of other people's <laughs> and she's like she's like my anxiety levels went from like two percent to like disinfectant stuff that you wash it in first yeah and you let it soak and then it washes and then it like rinses out and then you wash it regular and it should kill the bacteria well, and stuff now usually my mom but like no i understand that because when i was little it was the same as oh you know so-and-so just had lice we're gonna wash their clothes and then it's like are you washing my clothes with their clothes i remember being a little kid and just being like you're not washing my clothes with their clothes and it's like yeah we are and then i'd always end up being like i go and i i, I do this thing with my hair because my anxiety would get set off and i'd start rubbing my hands through my hair because i realized in about a couple months there would be no fucking hair it would be gone no hair you would have no hair because my grandpa would just shave it all off because he doesn't want you to get the lice that the other kids have and it's like Oh my god, dude. It, it set off my anxiety so much in those kind of situations that now it bothers me, like, even to have my head shaved sometimes because then I get my head shaved and then I start itching and I'm like, uh huh. Uh, I got a knife! <laughs> yeah, it's cute. I cute. <laughs> I got it, man. It's like, damn! I got that shit. Yeah, dude, that's the same as everything. Like, that's why I also have OCD. And that's what bothers me when people say they have stuff, too. That's why, like, when I first got sick, 
like earlier in the week like last week we had no podcast at all sorry about that guys that was because i was sick as well <laughs> but like in the beginning i remember my partner like he he like kind of made me upset and it was because my anxiety went off because he was like no when you hear somebody sick you get sick you'll start showing symptoms because that's the way you are and i'm like i know i'm a hypochondriac sometimes but still there's there's sometimes where I actually get sick, and it's like, no, you're just feeling it because you know you're making yourself sick, and I'm like, no, no, no. But then like, two days in, once it hits that point where I'm hitting the hot cold flashes, I'm acting like a child now. I resort back to five years old. I swear to God, I do. I have no, no. I'm gonna. This is something a lot of people don't know about me, and I'm gonna say it live on this podcast, and you'll never ever probably hear it again. I have him tuck me in. He gives me my little spider pup plushie, and I get held, and I go to sleep. Because if not, if it doesn't go in those orders, I will not go to sleep. She sounds nice, I will though. just, like, like, I will act like a total fucking brat the whole time and just, uh, uh, and that's all you hear, literally. Uh, uh, I sound like I'm dying. It's, I sound like I'm dying, literally, in the bed, but he's just like, are you going to let me sleep? Like, seriously, I got to go to work tomorrow. Am I sleeping tonight? <laughs> Let me know because if I am not, I will go sleep on the couch willingly. <laughs> you don't get it. Stop whining. You know what I mean? But I get like that because when I'm really sick, that's what I resort to because that's what I was used to when I was a kid. Nobody was nice to me when I was little. Like my parents were even kind of like, oh, you got sick? Throw it up. Clean it up. Take your medicine, get over it. No, it damn, was, that sucks, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Our lives ain't stopping because you're sick. You better get over it. And, you know, that's how my parents were. So it was one of those type of things. Or there was days where, like, literally my grandpa would be like, oh, you're at 104? Well, you're not 110, so you can make it to school. <laughs> so I would go to school. <laughs> so I would go to school and literally it, he would wait for them to be like, uh, you do realize your kids at like 114, right? Oh, okay. He finally hit that four extra percent. I'll go ahead and take him home. You know, <laughs> or one time he turned around and my parents weren't bad all the way bad. <laughs> Let me just be clear with that. But they were very stern and strict and it was like, walk home. Because you'll sweat it off by the time you get home. That's not how that so, works. No, that's gonna make it worse. I walked home. You walked home and, with 114 fever. Yes, I walked home with 114. By the time I'm I got home, I'm not even get sick anymore. You must have fucking had like, like I literally, I don't. That's the thing. I only get sick once a year, and it's usually really bad, really, really bad, and it's horrible. And that's around the Fourth of July. And it has to do with all the smoke and the fireworks in the air, I think. And because of that, I get really bad. Other than that, I get hay fever. Because I do have hay fever. I get hay fever. I'll get bronchitis every once in a while. Because that's also something that I have chronic, chronic bronchitis. 
so I do get sick like that. But other than that, no, I, I remember, because I remember one time I went to work, and you're like, bro, like, can you breathe? And I'm like, I got my inhaler right here. I'm good. You know? And it was like... He passes out, I remember you said that, and I was like, no, trust me, I'm fine. If I can't handle it, I'll sit down on on the, lad, on the little baby step stool, you know, little baby ladder, and I'll sit down, and I'll rest. But until then, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I will push through this like everybody else pushes through an illness. You know what I mean? But that's why my anxiety levels go high when I'm sick. And then I think I just resort back to a primitive me. <laughs> Should I say? And I turn into the worst slow fucking brat anybody's ever met in their life. And I'm like, don't touch me. No. I want my no-no square now. <laughs> like, don't touch me. Don't do this. You hold me. No, you don't. You you do this. You don't do this. And I'm very strict about how I want to be treated because at that point, I'm letting you know it all fucking goes to hell and shit and I end up in the hospital. You know, I, I want to know the level of who has what to say and this situation because me and my family have always argued about that because I always said as long as I can my brain is working let me live and let me leave me on a breathing tube I don't give a fuck how long it, it costs you even if you're a fucking vegetable and you're not coming out if, if I could breathe and on a machine and they can feed me and I'm alive leave me alone my brain works leave me alone okay but I understand 35 years, 10 years, 15 years under that. Okay, if it hits that point, 15 max. I, I told my family this. If it hits 15, 15 max years, yeah, you can, it's up to the person I'm with to pull the plug on that. It, but if it's not that, you leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like, don't you come in here trying to tell anybody after a year to pull the thing because... I've heard stories of people where they're about to pull the plug three years in and they wake up. Because they're probably like, oh, shit. I hear them shuffling around more than usual. <laughs> you know, people, it's like, I heard their goodbyes. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what do you, do you mean? mean? Goodbye. Like, Chrissy, wake up. I don't like this. Chrissy, wake up. Yeah, so it's one of those type of things. But that's what sets off my anxiety is those type of things. Being sick and just not just work situations. But there are other situations that set off my anxiety that I won't get into at this point, should I say. Because, like, it has to do with personal issues. But other than that, like, a lot of things don't set off my anxiety very as often as they used to, thanks to, you know, my medication and my treatment that I have with therapists and those kinds of things. But, I mean, you guys, do you guys even have, like, like a support, like, a support section, like a therapist or anything like that? Oh, uh, I have my stuffed animals. That's I about thought it. you had a therapist. I do, but I don't really go to her for, like, anxiety as, at least as of recently, but I haven't really had to talk to her about it. But usually when I step out in the general public, where I'm like, I'm freaking out! I want to go home! I can usually tell, because you get really super quiet. Super quiet and, like... No, and like, but, like... Or, like, with my little stress toys. Yeah, your little squishy ball right now. I have two. 
But, like, um, honestly, most of my anxiety comes from, like, intrusive thoughts. Of me, like, sorry? <laughs> Dark just hit his elbow. Yes, I did. I just, <laughs> I just hit my elbow really hard, and, I don't and we're care. trying you to pretend like it didn't happen, so let's just... <laughs> Let's just continue on. <laughs> <laughs> or like, like, I hope that fucking noise of you hitting your elbow fucking shows up on this. The sound. Oh, I really hope so. Everyone's gonna be like, well, somebody just hurt themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and the immediate silence. I know, like, right? Like, we're safe. Don't worry, guys. We're all safe. We're like, all safe right now. <laughs> Like, you have tears rolling down your eyes, like, so what else no, is up it's here, like the, it's like the, um, the, the dude from fucking Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, but he sucks the tear back out of his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the cop? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It wasn't that bad, but yeah, no, it hurt. It did hurt. It did, it did kind of make me go. Like my eyes went really big, and I just continued like, <laughs> like being quiet and letting them go with the like, podcast. Smile and wave, you know, boys. Smile and wave. wave. Right. Uh, okay, but anyway, sorry. The intrusive thoughts honestly give me a lot more anxiety than I should let them. Cause like, my brother, he's like gonna be seventeen in like a couple days, and like when he goes and hangs out with his friends, cause he's that really bad habit of like not texting back. Like, we'll be like, hey, like, how are you? He's still alive. Like, and he won't text back. And then I'll be like, oh, my God, he's fucking kidnapped or he's fucking dead or he's in jail. And then, like, we'll, my mom will just continuously call him. And then he'll be like, oh, my God, what? And I'm like, don't get fucking angry with me, you little fuckhead. Like, I just want to make sure you're fucking alive. Like, I actually care about you. On that level, as teenagers when we're boys... It's just one of those things that we do. We don't keep constant communication because my son doesn't do it either. My son, and he goes out with his girlfriend, like, that's it. You know he's out with his girlfriend, but you do not know if anything else is happening. You just don't because, it, like, and you just don't ask. Like, I, I've turned around and tell, texted him a couple times. You're like, are you okay? And he didn't answer back. He didn't answer back until he was on his way home or close to home or, oh, I'm going to be a little bit longer, but by the way, I'm okay. And I'm like, uh, we texted you like 45 minutes ago. Why did you not text back and tell us you're okay? I was worried. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, what? You know, because and for them, I think they just, they're too busy having fun to care about what, you know, we're feeling at the moment. What not pisses to me be... off more about him, though? My brother? Is that I, I know he's constantly on his phone. It's like, it's like, it's like, oh, God, why is my sister? Okay. Do yeah, check mom. this out. Hey, everybody, look, 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 look. You're over there texting. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? He's just still swiping well, up. Like, look, look, guys. I get so mad, and then he'll get mad that I'm just, like, spamming his phone. Because I give it at least, like, if he doesn't respond within, like, 10, 15 minutes, then I'm like, hey, like, are you good? And then if he still doesn't respond, I get fucking angry, because I know that bitch is on his phone. If he's, like, just being a little bitch about it, you know? And I'm just like, you fucking answer your phone. 
Or he's with his girlfriend and they're his watching girlfriend? a movie or doing something and it's like I'm at the movies. Like one time my son didn't answer back for an hour. That's and a I texted story, him back though. and he well he didn't tell me he was going to freaking movies. Okay, that's a different <laughs> he was just like I'm going out with my girlfriend and so I texted him and then like forty five minutes later he, he didn't answer. And then, you know, almost an hour and 20 minutes go by, and I'm like, what the hell? And then he, all of a sudden, he goes, movie's almost over, I'll text you when it's, when it's done. And I'm like, you couldn't just say you were at the party movie? <laughs> like, nah, you couldn't just like, say that? Like, I'm gonna out my brother right now. He, he doesn't even have his, he has his permit, bro. He doesn't have a driver's license. He can't fucking go nowhere without it. <laughs> his girlfriend, too! His girlfriend don't have well, her license, either! <laughs> Well, I'm not going to out my son totally harshly, but yes, he does not have a driver's license and his girlfriend doesn't either. Their parents take him everywhere. So as the parents taking him everywhere, you would think there would be some kind of communication that somebody would say, hey, guess what? You know, uh, we're taking the kids here or they wanted to go see this movie or, you know, dad, I'm going out to a movie. Which is, I would prefer much over someone else's parents calling me. Because I think if someone else's parents calling me, the first thing I'd be like is, is uh, where's my son? What are you condoning? I don't care what you condone. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, don't tell me what you condone. It's what me and my partner condone for our son. Not you. You're not their dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's, it's different if he tells me, hey, I'm going out to the movies, then we're going out to dinner. Okay, then I know for about three hours, do not text him unless it's an emergency. You know what I mean? But they're being specific. And I think I've raised my kids good enough to actually be specific on that. Where I know a lot of teenagers nowadays, they don't really tell their parents where they're going. It's just kind of, oh, I'm going out with some friends. And they're not specifying what they're doing, nor where they're going. It's just, I'm going out with some friends. And Lord knows what could happen out there when you're going out with some friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was younger at once, too. And I know, like, a few of my friends, like, a couple times we did dumb stuff. Like, we did those stupid, you know, like, fucking uh, grab-and-goes, grab-and-run shit, where you would take, like, try to take a case of beer or something stupid and run out the store. Mm -hmm. Or we would, like, you know, try to pay people on the outside of liquor stores, and hopefully we don't get robbed to go buy this stuff, you know? But that's during an era in the 90s and stuff where, like, cops didn't really go after you for those kinds of things. It was kind of like... Uh, it's a bad thing if someone calls the cops we're gonna come stop it but we're not gonna like waste our time you know searching I'm not for going it. out of my way like. yeah 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 exactly I'm not going out of my way to tell you to stop doing shit mm -hmm. so it was different it was way different back then you know so at that time you know I feel like like we got away with a lot of stuff just like there's been times where I told my my parents or you know, I used to tell my ex-wife, oh, I'm just going to go hang out with some friends. And technically, we were out. Uh, I went with a friend who liked to uh, go out in the mud mm -hmm. with his truck. And there was a couple of times where we almost hit tractors and trees and those kinds of things because he would speed and then we would just start doing random donuts mm -hmm. in the mud until the car would start sliding on its own. 
type of thing. And you would just let it spin and slide. And it was like being on a roller coaster ride. But technically, he had control. So there was a couple times where I was lucky he was a really good truck driver. Because he like would slam on the brakes before it was time to slam on the brakes. So by the time you were almost about to hit that tree, you would you would be like literally feet away from the tree. Mm-hmm. Or the one time he made a mistake and he missed his timing, we literally like didn't like crash into the tractor. But like yeah, but it stopped right before it hit the tractor and it was on my side. And I, like, literally got scared and said, I think we're done today. And he was like, yeah, no, definitely we're done today. And, <laughs> you know, like, because it scared him as well. Because then he realized he could have went to jail for manslaughter. You know, we were fucking around. We were playing. But still, it was an accident. Mm-hmm. But still, it was your fault. You guys knew better than to be spinning around. So as a teenager, I understand that we do dumb things. That's why, you know, I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure I raised my kids pretty well you know, to let me know what's going on. And my daughter doesn't really go out. And when she does go out with, like, people or friends, she's really quick to text me. So it's different. Where my son... Yeah, it's always the daughters that are quick to, like, really, like, set the... Not set their parents' anxiety off. I think it's really the sons that set the anxiety off. Because they're the ones that are like, oh, I'm just going to go out and do this. And it's like... Fucking float around, you know, do whatever. Fucking maybe catch yeah. felony, like. Yeah, you never know. You never know. You never know. It, it's all what my friends are up to today, you know. And then you end up with that anxiety, worrying about whether or not they're gonna come home that night. And then sometimes they go over their time of being, you know, supposed to be home, or they're supposed, to, or they say and they don't text you. They don't tell you, oh, I'm running late. Movies running late. <laughs> no, they don't say nothing. They're just like, uh. <laughs> so you're just kind of stuck there, you know. What do you think, Lynn? Honestly. Well, I'm the type that responds to my mom like immediately when I get a text from her. Um, I, I don't know. I I agree that definitely guys probably do it more than girls. But my little brother doesn't really go out, but times where he needs to respond to my mom, he usually doesn't immediately. He's one of the few guys I know that doesn't ignore the text. Well, yeah, because, I mean, there are very few guys. Like, there wasn't texting when I was younger, so you were definitely on faith. Oh, yeah. well, it was definitely faith. It was definitely. Like, you better be back before the streetlights are out. Like, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. When the streetlights come on, if you are not in this fucking door, you are in trouble. Oh, yeah. That's how it was when uh, when I was uh, younger. Because um, obviously I didn't have a phone. So my mom would be like, all right, when you're done playing outside, right when those lights come in, you get in the house. I'm like, okay, okay. I mean, I still tested that when I was younger. There was times where we were playing, uh, like, what we used to call shadow hide and seek. Mm-hmm. When the fucking dark? Yeah, where, where you would wait for it to get dark. But then back then, if your parents knew one of the other kids' parents, where my best friend's grandma was next door, so she would tell them, oh, they're playing uh, shadow hide and seek. And my parents would be like, what is that? And then she would like like explain to them, like, oh, that's when the kids play hide and seek at dark. You know, they wait for it to get dark. And then once it starts getting dark, it's easier to hide. So then it it, it drops it down to the numbers 
in which you, you know, basically you could catch somebody. And then the, the way of catching them is, is once you tag them and catch them, they actually become part of that team. And then they start searching My as well. My friends and I, we used to dress, we planned for it. We'd dress in all black. And we'd have like the ski masks. Oh, my God. So you'd have, like black ski masks. So you literally only saw your fucking eyes. And you would literally just be like, like this too. They cover our fucking, like the white parts of our faces. And I was like, what the hell? It was so Can you imagine like some random dude finding you though? No, no one ever fucking found me because I'd hide in the fucking trees. Like, <laughs> like I literally. Well, like, we played in the city. And around the block. So there was there was times where we would go hide in somebody's backyard that didn't know we were playing. And there was one time where, where uh, we lived in Stockton, so of course people have guns. Yeah. And we, we went and hid in somebody's backyard and his dog started going off and he came out with his gun and we oh. ran. We ran, we ran. And luckily the railroad tracks is right there next to his house. So we just, we went through his fence because his fence, we thought it was an abandoned house because the guy never left his house. Like, literally never left. So you wouldn't know that anybody lived there. We thought it was just an abandoned house. And we, like, went and hid in his backyard because the fence post, like, opened up. So, like, we went and opened the fence and, like, climbed in his backyard and just sat there and chilled and just waited. And, well, the only thing that got us caught was because, well, my friend used to like to smoke pot. Oh so, <laughs> so he decides it's time to light up a joint while we play. Oh, my God. And I'm like, and I'm just sitting there like, bro, like, no, dude, don't you hear that dog barking? That could be the next door neighbor. And then he's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh, no, you need so, to worry about it. It's like, I can't be sober for this. <laughs> so we're sitting there. We're just, like, smoking the joint. And then we get about, like, almost done. And then all of a sudden, the dog bark got closer. And I told him, I said, dude, it's it's like my anxiety is going like level 3,000 right now. Not just because of the pot, but because the dog, I realized, is way closer than he thinks. Because he's like, no, it sounds like it's still far away, man. And I'm like, no, the dog is literally two feet away, bro. We were about to get fucked right now and by this dog like he's gonna eat her ass and he's like no man no it's not like that dude it's like totally cool man and it's like one of the <laughs> and then and then all of a sudden it gets quiet and then he's sitting there and there's a growl and he goes bro quit fucking playing and i turn around and i go Bro, I'm not, I'm not doing anything, and I'm already, put it this way, let me tell you how timid I was in an anxiety field as a child. I was already halfway through the fence when he said, dude, quit playing, and literally my foot's going through the hole in the fence like, uh, <laughs> and he catches me and he goes, where the fuck are you going? And I said, it's right next to you. Like that, and he's like, you're, dude, you're fucking around, man. Oh this is God. not how we do things, bro. Like, bro, 
you're just high. And I'm like, no, you're just high. I am now not just anxiety filled, but freaking paranoid because the dog is next to you and I'm going out the fence. And I literally rolled the rest of my body out that fence. And then right when he did that, the dog started barking. It was literally right next to him already. But luckily, uh, the guy's backyard, he had the, uh, the uh, like a car. It was like a car in his backyard. So it was, it couldn't get past the car. It was on the other side of the car, but it was literally right there next to him because he was starting to try to get underneath the car. Oh my God. So he was like, literally, I guess it was crawling, but it was still under the car, but it wasn't to him yet. So then it starts barking, and then he's like, whoa, man, you're just going to leave me. And I'm like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, a gunshot goes off as well. And then that's when we we realize, oh, shit, somebody lives in this fucking house that we're hiding in the backyard and just smoking pot in. And we book it, and we just book it down the railroad tracks. The train comes, and then, of course, the sound of the train plus, you know, the train basically <laughs> saved our ass because the train, once the train goes by and you live in their backyard, you'll know how loud it is. It's very fucking loud. Especially once the horn and all, they, they start and all that. It's very loud. Distinctive sound can drain out any other noise, literally. You can cuss somebody out in that train right there next to the train and they probably wouldn't hear that you cussed them out. Unless you were really shouting out the top of your lungs. Like, you could say something right next to somebody, and they would still not hear what you said. That's how loud it was. And, like, literally, we ran, and then a train came, and we were, like, pretty much cool. Because, like, the way it would go is, like, people's, three people's backyards, four people's backyards, next street leading back into the neighborhood, three or four people's backyards, you know leading straight another road leading straight back into the neighborhood so we ended up taking some through the back of that ran back into the neighborhood it was crazy but yeah we we did some stupid shit as teenagers you know growing up and not answering our phones because there was no phones (laughs) we could even got hit by the train when i think about it like when i remember how many times me and my friend did dumb stuff Growing up, like, I should have been, like, my anxiety levels should be more than just, like, PTSD level where, like, I'm on fire flight all the time. Like, I should have such high anxiety levels because I literally stood on the overpass when the train went by and smoked a joint, too, with it right there behind us. Like, literally, it you only get about, what is this, like, about a five-foot, six-foot gap between you and the train. So if it had anything sticking out or anything, it would literally just catch you as it went by. Or kill you or knock you over or hurt you really badly. But like we literally stood like that from it. Just on the edge of the thing. Plus one episode I'll get into all the sneaking out stuff I did. Because I've actually done it at night. In the middle of the night. Stood next to a train. And just like smoked pot and did dumb stuff or sat on the edge of the overpass with my legs dangling off of the train going by behind me. Mm-hmm. Like, I've done some stupid shit growing up. 
<laughs> growing up in the city, it's a whole other story. But growing up in the si- in the country is also another story because growing up in the country, you guys got to worry about a lot of the dangers like snakes and shit like. I live in the fucking suburbs, bro. Yeah, you probably live in the suburbs, but I'm saying people that play in the country probably have a lot more to worry about. They have to worry about like rattlesnakes, oh, yeah. probably. Well, my know. grandpa, my grandpa lives up in the fucking mountains. The hills and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, when it's, like, hot out, we have to fucking constantly watch for rattlesnakes. Constantly. Rattlesnakes, mountain lions. Mm-hmm. Freaking, yeah, because when I was little, we used to live in uh, Valley Springs and uh, that kind of mountain area. Even bears. We, we've had bears come up to his porch. Oh, we've never had bears. I've never seen a bear in it's my like a, life like a little black bear. living in uh, Valley Springs, like, in that torch area. We've never seen bears. I've heard of wild dogs. But we've never, not, and I'm not talking coyotes, I'm talking like wild dogs, like people that like just abandon their dogs and let them go. And there was a pack of wild dogs once when I was little, but like my grandpa said like a couple of times he just shot up in the air when he heard him coming and like little jackals like running and he said barking, making like a weird noise. He'd shoot in the air and they would run off like coyotes or anything else. But, yeah, but other than that, yeah, there was, there was, like, anxiety-filled central in the country, because at night, when you live where there's bears and those kinds of things, yeah, that's crazy. I, I, I would, I would be scared, I ain't gonna lie, my anxiety levels would be like, ah, no, I'm having fun, guys, this is, this is great, this is great, this is great, like, like and on the way down it's fucking downhill and so like to get to the hospital it takes a fucking minute yeah because where i used to live that hospital was actually an hour and a half away or something like that so if you got bit by a rattlesnake they would have to metaflight you out and if there was no place to drop the metaflight you didn't get picked up your parents have to take you so you always had those uh rattlesnake bite kits and you always had uh, the uh, scorpion anti-venom type stuff, or you would have, uh... well, like I said, we never had bears. Otherwise, my, I'm pretty sure my grandfather would have said, oh, you know, we have bear traps or something like that. You know, don't go in this area, don't go in this area, don't go over here because, you know, outside of property leads bear traps so that they don't come in your property type of thing but yeah we didn't have problems with that but rattlesnakes oh yeah like rattlesnakes all the time i picked up a wagon once when i was little and there was a big old rattlesnake that just finished eating a rabbit under there luckily like he he ate a whole big like a full-size rabbit jack rabbit and uh if it wasn't for that they said it would have struck at us Mm -hmm. when we lifted the wagon because i literally put my hand underneath it and lifted it and then it just like it was there it was just there and then it said did that roll up mm-hmm. and once it did the roll up my yeah, grandfather like, came like we ran inside and luckily it didn't chase us because they're actually pretty fast i heard so you don't want to run from a rattlesnake at all times there's times where you want to slowly you know leave it alone but slowly move away from it back away from it mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it, it quarreled up. It, while it was quarreling up, we ran. And then once my grandfather came out, he killed it. Mm-hmm. 
Well, like one time, so right off their porch, they have like an underneath to their porch steps. And I went outside and it was weird because um, it was like right there. But all, like, and it was like all fucking curled up, like coiled up. And he used to have three cats and they all fucking sat in like a fucking circle around the fucking rattlesnake at like distance. Like they wouldn't have gotten fucking struck. But like, they just, they knew not to fucking go after that goddamn snake. And I was like, woo. Well, I'm pretty sure as a pack, if they would have even attempted to attack the snake, they probably would have, you know, it, it would have, they would have got it. Because all of them attacking at once would have definitely put the snake at, you know, in a state of panic and would have made a leap. But, yeah, no, it, yeah, no, definitely fucking crazy. But yeah, I mean, anxiety is like really freaking nerve-wracking, especially when it's in any scenario type of situation. Like we named out a bunch of situations in which anxiety could just kick in at any moment, literally, especially, but mostly when jobs and when you're working, because I think that the expectation of living up to what you're supposed to along with, you know, the whole... Uh, trying to get along with people that you don't basically sometimes you have to work with people you don't like and then that makes it even harder because then it's like well i don't like this person and it's like well now i gotta go inside and work and i gotta see them every day until the day that they decide to quit or you not know be what around. gives me more anxiety is when they give me a fucking crew that um sucks ass that like just can't do their fucking job like, today. Today was fucking terrible. Because, um, my entire crew was, my entire crew was, like, terrible. And I was like, oh my god, why? But luckily, the person who, like, I liked the least out of that entire group, like, um, called out. Well, at least you didn't have to worry about that, because I understand that anxiety as well, because that's a different level of anxiety because of the fact that you're not just trying to replace people, but you're trying to set it up to where, you know, everybody's comfortable along the way, you know what I mean, with what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And you want everybody to be at a specific level of, you know, where they need to be at, and when you can't fulfill that need and requirement it also makes the job harder to do because of the fact that you're you know you're not getting the certain people in there that you need to get you know like basically they're not fast enough they're picking up orders that are not right or they're just messing things up making it worse but then acting like goddamn tweakers yeah. running around the fucking store <laughs> <laughs> i know who you're talking about too oh my god yeah, when that person does that, I kind of, you know, I get a little, I get, I do get anxiety, but I get anxiety more when people are getting anxiety over no reason at all. Then like, when they have a reason, that one you time. Know, yeah, like that one time. And then there's another crew member that we work with that kind of gets anxiety a lot too. And I'm like, chill out. Like I'm chill. If I'm chill. You need to chill. Mm -hmm. 
But if you start spreading... If I'm panicking, the, then, then you should probably start panicking, too. Yeah. yeah, but if I'm not, just leave it at that, you know? So, but yeah, so we gave everybody a different areas of anxiety. We would probably need to work more on, you know, doing a little more research if that's what people want. But I think people just like listening to us talk what we say and tell our stories and everything. So I'll probably leave it as that. Yeah, because it's getting almost like 55 minutes and we didn't give nobody a break this session. So next episode, we'll make sure we give you guys a break in between. But, yeah, definitely was something to talk about. Thank you, Lynn, for coming in yes, and being our special you. guest. Well, thank you for having me, even though I, didn't, I don't think I really <laughs> talked much this episode. No, you didn't, but you did have your stress ball. You were in the <laughs> showing like, the anxiety with your stress ball. Okay, like, when you were talking about, um, I think you were talking about, like, like texting back with like your son or whatever i was like i know i zoned out for a bit at one point i was like "Ooh, there's glitter in this <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no definitely thank you for coming we appreciate all the you know special guests and the people that want to be our special guests and you know maybe one day we'll actually have some kind of like special freaking like ten thousand freaking follower mark or some freaking thing like that but we'll have a really big special guest where maybe we can bring somebody else in but i guess we'll worry about that when the time comes until then i'm dark i'm trinity (laughs) sorry i'm lynn and we're signing out you guys have a great day and a great night or wherever you're at great time And just don't let anxiety bother you guys. See you guys later. Bye.